Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Step on Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And we are going to go ahead and put a little bit of a content warning on this episode of Women Around the World. We are talking about sexual violence a little bit and talking about domestic violence. We're not going to go into too graphic detail. We are also going to talk about a specific uh, murder case that happened within Romania. So both of those things uh, are going to be mentioned in here. Again, we're not focusing so much on that as much as we are focusing on the young lady uh, who has doing some amazing things uh, to advocate for women and, and young girls in her community. But yeah, you know, we always want to put this in there. But mm-hmm. Annie, I have a question for you before we start. Uh, as a teenager, were you a part of any like girls only or girls specific clubs? Um, You know, I don't think I was. I don't think I was. I was in Girl Scouts very briefly uh, when I was much younger. Um, and I think I went to maybe not a club or organization so much as like I don't know, one day where they would be like, ladies, <laughs> girls, here's how you be in business. Like I have very vague <laughs> memories of like, you know, professional development right. stuff but right. for women. Right. But I was not, I don't think I was an official club or anything like that just for women and girls. I know. Right. So I think uh, I, I wasn't in brownies for one year. I definitely mm-hmm. did that. I would, I guess, I guess we could talk about like organizational sports too that were. I oh, was a no. cheerleader that was focused mm-hmm. on, yeah, of course, in that, in the country, there were only girls, <laughs> as in like the woods uh, mm-hmm. of yes. a small town. <laughs> but anyway, but yes, I, I was part of that, but it wasn't a camaraderie for sure. It wasn't that same level. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted something like the Babysitter's Club or like the yeah. Girls Only Clubs that I never really had growing up either. I am one of those that had a really good group of girlfriends in my life and kept a core group of girls that was in my life. So maybe three of us, four of us who were just, you know, always together. But yeah, I didn't get to be a part of those either. And I'm really sad because I feel like we missed out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what that would have been for us. But we're not here to ruminate and be sad over the fact that we weren't a part of these very, very <laughs> cool women-only or girls-only clubs or essentially uh, for that type of camaraderie. But we are going to talk about a young lady who created her own as well. Um, today, we want to talk about Sophia Scarlett. Um, I think she goes by Sophie. That's what I've seen in her TED Talk, just so you know, mm-hmm. who is an advocate and fighter and organizer for women and girls' rights around the world and has been working within her own country in Romania. Um, Scarlett is currently a student at Stanford University um, and at the age of 18 is already an established leader within the movement of women and gender rights and is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, Y'all, when we do research for these segments, we look to find those who are out there doing the work and not holding back. And and we don't talk about often or we don't know about yet or we're watching to see what they're doing or what they've done. And we want to give them all the accolades and all the credit while they're still alive or just beginning Mm -hmm. even. And Scarlett is the epitome of that to me. She's a force. Like, I watched her speak uh, in the TED Talks. I've seen, like, she writes. It's beautiful. And I'm like, my gosh, that sense of self and self-awareness is amazing. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't have a Wikipedia page, uh, 
which needs to change ASAP. Yeah. So we need to find someone <laughs> to do this. Uh, and most of the information on her is from her own writings or interviews, again, her TED Talks about her work, but also, uh, yeah, through a lot of the panels that she's a part of, a lot of the uh, commu- like organizations she's a part of, uh, we've been able to find some of that information. Um, and it's uh, these types of formats that bring attention to what is or isn't happening within Romania. And we felt like it was really important to highlight what she's been doing. Yes, definitely. And as always with these fun with pronunciation, we're going to do our best. (laughs) But yeah, bear with us. After it was discovered that victim Alexandra Masasanu had tried to contact police before her brutal murder, begging for help, many around the country protested for justice and to hold authorities accountable. Many criticized the law enforcement, saying they did not believe that this woman was in danger and they did not act fast enough as it took 19 hours to discover her. Scarlett wrote specifically on the incident saying, Today in particular, we talk about how, according to the Caracal chief of police, the first believed victim of the killer, Louisa, had probably just packed up and left with a, quote, handsome man. Where else could a teenage girl go? In their minds, the case was closed. We've told this country countless times that things need to change. The problem is that you've just not been listening. You're wondering how this was possible. You're telling yourself it's the first time in so long you've heard of a crime like this. We're not confused. The attacker might have been the one committing the murder. The police might have been the ones waiting for a warrant at the gate. But behind all of them is a collective mentality deeply marked by misogyny and distrust in women's experiences that we are all, as a country, responsible for. Right. And uh, in her speech, it was just a phenomenal conversation of the fact that she says that by the age of 15, we've already bonded over the many traumas of being sexualized, uh, victimized by so many, and people are ignoring it. So again, like she's 16 slash 17 doing this speech, and it's so Mm -hmm. powerful. But it was during this time she started Romania's first gender equality organization for teenagers called Girl Up Romania. She co-organized a protest after the deaths of Alexandra Masasanu and Luisa Melencu, who was the first victim of the tragic murders. And and they started a much-needed conversation of the misogyny and violence against women and girls in Romania. And she's been upfront at the needs of training law enforcement to better work these cases, not only to prevent the violence, but also to help from re-traumatizing victims, which we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. She said about this, quote, we must begin to talk about these issues, and they are barely scratching the surface of a society that's been built on the marginalization and discrimination of women and girls. While our fellow European nations are moving forward, Eastern Europe is taking thousands of steps back. Other countries are discussing solutions, while we've yet to even acknowledge there is a problem. We must not underestimate the power that conversations and educations can have on individuals, and we must start talking now, no matter how uncomfortable that is for us. And she credits her family as a part of why she is so passionate in finding solutions and bringing attention to the problems facing the community. She said in an interview with Missing Perspectives, quote, I was born and raised in Romania in a family of people who, despite having their own struggles, never lost sight of their community and of the importance of looking out for the people around them. I think this is perhaps one of the most important aspects of my upbringing. This selflessness, determination, courage, and creativity 
that I was surrounded by from a very young age in a country where our government, our representatives, and our educational system actively teach selfishness and competition. My parents and my brother were always concerned with the issues in our community and always made an effort to propose and implement solutions in their own free time. I looked up to them as a child and I continue to do so today because I realize how rare that mindset truly is and how important it is to protect and cherish it. I am trying my best to follow in their footsteps and make sure that they and everyone else in Romania who advocates for their communities are not alone in their fight. Right. And she talked about the fact at 15, she felt like she was failing because she hadn't already started an organization like this, uh, wow. seeing a problem and being mm-hmm. too scared to speak out. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Girl, I thought 35, I didn't know. But <laughs> it's, it's amazing to see, again, mm-hmm. when we talk about female first and women doing uh, things, just seeing a problem. And since there was no solution, creating a solution. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what she did. And, and it's awesome to have a family that actually was able to support her and and really uh, be a grounding for her in things like this. And one of the things is the organization she created, uh, Girls Up Romania, which is a team of over 130 students from around the country. So it's made up of all teenagers. And they've been working to educate and use events and campaigns to bring attention and open up conversations about how to advocate and work to address problems concerning women and and girls today. They've been able to raise funds for shelters and programs to help women and children in need, as well as collaborating and lobbying the Romanian parliament, which includes protesting and marching, um, and have also helped provide mental health and legal services for underage victims of sexual and gender-based violence. And about that, she's talked about the fact that she handed it over to leadership because she really felt it was important that it stays within the teen community. And I think that's Mm -hmm. beautiful. Yeah. And she isn't looking to slow down at any point. She's currently a co-director of the Sexual Violence Prevention Committee at Stanford um, and has also been working closely with researchers at the Clayman Institute of Gender Research to investigate the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic on domestic violence, which is huge. And I'm honestly scared about those numbers um, when we <laughs> come back to face it. Um, yeah. And she's been a past intern of Romania's permanent mission to the UN as a researcher for the U.S. Department of State initiative to research human trafficking preventions. Uh, So she has plenty of experience in helping with these. My God, I'm tired just hearing what she's been doing. (laughs) She's also a member of the UN Women's Generation Equality Youth Task Force. I believe she's maybe the youngest as a Women Deliver Young Leader and an International Children's Peace Prize nominee. Mm. So when we say people are doing things, people are doing things. (laughs) Yes, this is so amazing. And... So, just so powerful and and so, 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 so impressive. And we look forward to seeing what else Scarlett accomplishes. Yes, this Sophie. is fantastic. Yes. And, we, and yes, please take the time. Go ahead and go look up her TED Talk. Look, at, look up her speeches and her essays and interviews. It is so inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. And if there's someone that you think we should be shouting out in this segment or anywhere, we're always happy to shout out people who are doing amazing things. Yes, you can contact us. You can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at Stuff I'm Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Shout out to you because you're amazing. Oh, yeah. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 